Hey all you nerds out there, are you looking for more wrestling content or podcasts? Then go on over to Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Twitter, and SoundCloud. And check out NXT and We with PJ and Brett. These fellow nerds review every single NXT episode and also have their very own wrestling interview series among other fun stuff. So, go check out NXT and We today with PJ and Brett. Also, A-Rock Designs. I want to take a minute to give a quick shout out to A-Rock Designs. That is spelled A-R-O-C-K-K Designs. A-Rock Designs is ran by Ashley Rodriguez. She makes all those cool wrestling cups you see floating around. So, if you want to get your hands on any custom merchandise, hit up Ashley Rodriguez at A-Rock Designs. If you can think it, she can make it. Last but not least, do you love wrestling and do you want to talk more about wrestling? Then head on over to Wrestling Review Society on Facebook. WRS is ran by my good friend Kevin Rodriguez. Kevin interviews your fave pro wrestlers every week and has the most amazing free, that's right, free giveaway. All you have to do is join Wrestling Review Society on Facebook and you could be the next big winner. This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash Design by Dunbar. What is up, nerds, and welcome to episode 5 of What's Up, Referee, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I am your host, Justin Del Rio, and my guest at this very time is Mr. Vinny Lax. Hey, everyone. This is Referee Vin- Vinny Lax, and you're listening to the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. <laughs> Vinny, what's going on, man? How are you? Not too bad. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thank, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem, man. So what have you been up to during this uh, this whole madness? Oh, uh, honestly, not not too much, I'm, I'm afraid to say. Um, you know, my my, uh, did my day job, I'm an athletic trainer for a high school, so obviously they've been shut down, and, and I work with the athletic team, so with sports being off the table, uh, things are kind of up in the air right now. So I'm just kind of hoping when things start back up, hopefully in the fall, and, you know, just wait things out, everyone, you know, just... Everyone's got to stay safe during these times, and that's what I'm trying to do, and hopefully everything works out in the end, and it's just crazy times right now. Yeah, it, it's always unfortunate, but, you know, we're going to we're gonna get through this, you know? We're going we're gonna to get through this. Everything's going to be fine, and we're going to, you know, get back up to, you know, pick back up things where they left off and everything. Um, have you been keeping up with the current product WWE or even AEW has been putting out? Um, you know, I, I'll check in once in a while and watch, and watch some matches. Um, I'll be honest, you know, it's, it, at, at my age, and I'm not really too invested in the storylines anymore in the WWE and even AEW. Uh, that, you know, that that kind of that part of the wrestling has kind of kind of gone away from me. But you know, I still do enjoy watching matches and watching the product in that kind of way. Yeah, I just it's hard it's hard, it's hard for me to follow storylines anymore. I'm just. It's just not. It's just not for me. Yeah, it, it, it's not for everybody. You know, there there's always something that people like. You know, kind of say like, eh, it's not for me. And I, I get that. The storylines are kind of not the greatest right now in WWE. Um, I always tell people I've had a very hard time watching just with the lack of the audience, with no wrestlers in the, with no. I'm sorry, no wrestlers with no no audience members, no WWE universe. It, it's it's very hard to watch. Yeah, I, I 
Well, that's a whole different story. Like that is just, <laughs> it, it, it's just funny to me watching it. It's a, it's a, because when, when you're, you know, when you're training to wrestle and when you're, and you're wrestling and you're always, you know, no matter how big the crowd is, you're playing to that crowd and you can see it in the wrestlers and on TV, it, it, it can come across a little silly sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yesterday, um, they actually WWE just started putting wrestlers in the audience. So I'm like, okay, this this is cool. You know, you know, it's about time they they did that. You know, I know AEW yeah, been right, doing I mean, it, it forever. I'll say that you're a funny, uh, funny, not really funny story, but back when I when I was first starting, um, probably back in like I started in 2004, so this is probably like maybe like 2005, I think. Uh, this company, Northeast Championship Wrestling, who still runs out in Massachusetts. Um, we're doing internet tapings. Like we're one of the first companies to try and like put their stuff on, on the internet and like had a website and everything had, had like shows. So we would tape shows on like a Sunday morning. And what we would do is have wrestlers in the crowd and never on camera, but we'd be the ones cheering and booing. So at least <laughs> when that came across on, on video, you kind of had an idea of like what kind of a crowd was there, you know? Yeah. That's, that's an interesting story. Um, yeah. So I want to know more about you. You said you've been refereeing. You said since Oh four Oh five. Hello? Can you hear me? Hey. Yeah, lost you again. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about the nerds. Um, you said you've been wrestling since oh four oh uh refereeing since oh four oh five. Yeah, my first um my first show I believe is March March of oh four. Wow, all right, and what really was twenty seventh if I'm correct. Nice. And what really what really got you in, you know, invested into being a referee? Well, I was a huge, you know, wrestling fan growing up, you know, in the eighties, you know, the Hulk Hogan era and then you know, in college, I was in college from like 98 to 2002. And, you know, the, everyone knows that was the biggest time for wrestling. You know, it was, it was, it was hugely popular. You had Stone Cold, you had The Rock. It, it, <laughs> wrestling back then was just, I mean, the number of people that watched it was incredible if you would go back and look at the numbers. But um, after I got out of college, I got a, you know, job working as an athletic trainer for Poughkeepsie High School. And it turned out that one of the football coaches there was a professional wrestler. He did some like enhancement talent work. His name was Jeff Leibolt. Um, you know, at the time he was running a promotion called Tri State Wrestling up in Vermont. And he asked if I wanted to go. He knew I was a wrestling fan. I was like, yeah. I was like, hey, you know, what about me refereeing? And just so happened at the time, Tony DeVito had a wrestling school in Newburgh, and uh, I went down there. You know, trained for a little bit, started refereeing. You know, kept training for a while and. The rest is kind of history, I guess. <laughs> that is awesome, man. Um, I want to I want to know more a little more about you. Like, who were some of your favorite wrestlers growing up? You know, growing up watching the product. Well, I was a huge like Macho uh, Macho Man fan uh, in the eighties, definitely Macho Man. Uh, Perfect it was like a big. I, I love Perfect. I tend to like a lot of the heels, even <laughs> even as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, even Flair. Like I, I like I remember liking Flair. Like. Just the way he carried himself in WWE. Like, I didn't get WCW growing up. Um, we didn't have, uh, TBS. You know, they had the Saturday, they had the Saturday show. So I didn't, I grew up with the WWF product. Um, mostly. I didn't get really watch any WCW until they started running, running on Nitro. Nah, that's all you needed, man. WWF, you know, that's, <laughs> as long as you had some, some form of wrestling product, you know, I mean, I'll I, say you were good. You know, 80s wrestling. I mean, I, I think you're a little younger. I'm not sure how old you are, but. Yeah, I'm 25. It, it, it was, yeah, that 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 time period, which it's it's a completely different world of professional wrestling back in the eighties, and you know, it's 
it brings back a lot of nostalgia. It was a completely different time. Like, it was, you know, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if you go back, ever go back and watch any stuff on the network. So like, even like the prime, the prime time shows, like you gotta watch the Saturday morning, like prime time shows and the, uh, no, Front Time Wrestling was on, uh, I was on USA. One of the things Superstars. And, uh, you know, the shows are. Oh, sorry, we lost you there for a second. Damn. It's all good, man. We lost. Hey, it's all good. We... It's all good. Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. It's all good. Oh yeah, it's like I was just saying. <laughs> yeah, the lot of lot of nostalgia there. Um, even on the network, you know, that's what the network is there for. For you know, for 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 all wrestling fans, you know, to go back and look at. You know, um, I haven't really you know gone back and watched like you know shows in the eighties, you know, late late eighties. But if, if I ever want to, it's I can because it's right at my fingertips, so I can do whatever. Right. <laughs> you know. But um, I mean, that's, what's great. That's, what's great about, that's what's great about the library that they have. It's just any you know any kind of wrestling you want to watch. Yeah, one hundred percent, exactly. Um, you know, while we're talking about wrestling in WWE, I have to ask: Did you get a chance to check out the uh, the Taker documentary? I did not yet. No, I haven't. Um. Yeah, no, man. It's uh, it's very, very good. When you do get the chance to watch it, there's three parts right now. I, um, I lost again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's very good. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I hear good things. I, you know, I even checked up on the the dark side shows. Like, um, I heard those are done really done well. Yeah, those are very good. Um, so I want to know more about your training, and you know, what was the training like? You know, was it the same as training as a wrestler? What you know, was it a little bit different? Not, not exactly. Because you know, I always, I always knew I just wanted to referee. I never really had aspirations. You know, just in case. And it's true. Like the first, my my first time, I I don't I wasn't hitting the ropes right, and my ribs were so bruised up. I just remember my friends looking at me, going, "What are you doing?" (laughs) I love that. But but I mean, yeah. So like, I know I did, but I got I got lucky with with the training with the school. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, these two guys, uh, Chooch and Cloudy. Um, they you know they were. Wrestled for Ring of Honor in the 2000s a little bit, and but they were they were really good. They were they were cool to have around. And but actually, Bob, Bobby Fish was there. Oh, okay. He was, finishing up, he was finishing up his training, and like even back then, you knew he was he was good. Yeah, I mean, look at him now. He, he's, think, he's killing I think it. Everyone knows it. if Bobby was a little bit taller, he would have been he would have been there a long time ago. He's he's a talented guy. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know what was what was your first you know promotion that you got the chance to work for? 
Well, it was tri- tri-state wrestling. That was, um, you know, Jeff Jeff Leibolt was the booker. Okay. Um, that's the guy who got me into uh, into it, basically. So that you know, that was the first promotion, and I, you know, you go. <laughs> this is a long time. It's, it's the contrast now, you, you look back, and it's, you know, it's seventeen years doesn't seem like that long a time when you're when you're living it, but <laughs> you know, I guess. I guess it is a long time, right? Yeah, when you've uh, done all that stuff, you know, yeah, I guess. You just think about, you just think about different, you know, different times. and mm-hmm. You walk into a locker room, this is, you know, what I, you know, it was almost like what I expected. You know, you, I mean, the, the wrestler hadn't come out yet, but if you'd, if you'd watch the wrestler, you're like, yeah, this is this is kind of what the indie locker room would seem like in the mid-2000s. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> exaggerated a little bit, but... But yeah, they, they didn't think far too stressed. <laughs> um, you know, refereeing for the first time in front of, you know, not the wrestlers, but like an actual audience. Were you nervous? Were you, you know, like a little, what was your mindset? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely remember being, being nervous. Um, cause too, like, it was, yeah, I, I mean, I had maybe like a, maybe two months training under my belt all right and back then even like you had to train you had to train to wrestle for at least a year just to get in the ring mm-hmm. so you know i, <laughs> I you know i kind of did down myself a little bit um but i did out there you know it was it was i did you know i did i did the job and i must have done okay because it's actually someone in the audience who was another referee at the time um actually still is i haven't talked in a while um zach carter i don't know if you ever heard of him? But um, he was in the crowd. I think he was like 15 at the time. Wow. He was <laughs> and uh, he came with a friend who I went to college with who surprised me, actually. And uh, he was like, hey, how long have you been wrestling? I was like, dude, that was my first show. And he says, he says oh, you're not that bad. I can, I could probably get you booked out in Massachusetts. And that's, you know, I kind of got my ball rolling out there a little bit. So, you know, I got, I got, to get, I got a lot of good opportunities, you know, coming up. Um, you know, looking back, were, were all the shows, you know, the best quality shows in the world? <laughs> no, but you, le- you learn. Yeah, I mean, you, you learn. learn. Yeah, exactly. And it was a good time, you know, and, you know, I'm talking back in the days, we had the MapQuest stuff. <laughs> <laughs> find these little, find these little VFWs and like, somewhere in, somewhere in Massachusetts, <laughs> looking around. <laughs> Um, you know, I I know you from yeah, GPS um, was a godsend. GPS was the best thing that ever happened for independent wrestling. Oh I'm yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Um, I know you from Northeast Wrestling, man. Um, and you got to referee a lot of amazing matches from that promotion. This is actually one of the questions we have on Facebook. Um, what is the most memorable match you ever officiated? That is from yes, Andrew. I, uh, that is that is such a tough question because you know you don't you never want to take away from from any other you know wrestlers you work with. And I've had tons of memorable matches. Um, one I'd have to point out just because of the names involved, working with um, Jusen Lager and Jeff Hardy. Wow, uh, doing that match. I think that was in Dutch Stadium. I mean, those. I mean, just just that's that's just pretty cool. I don't I don't know if that match. Has ever happened again? I think that was the first time. That that is an amazing match right there. Um, I'm pretty sure people could find that match on um i i um iwtv or probably the um the high spots network. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. I they might. I think they might even release on Northeast Wrestling. Might have even released that one on their YouTube channel. 
Oh, so all right. Yeah. We'll definitely check it out. Um, how did uh, you uh, start? Yeah, I, just, I don't think, I don't know if that match has ever been done before or done again. So I think that was the first time I heard. And I don't know, you know, if we like a retiring, I don't know if they ever had a rematch. So, and that's, that's pretty cool to say. Yeah. Um, how did you get your foot in the door at um, NEW? Well, that story <laughs> starts starts back probably like 2009, I think. Um, you know, I was doing a lot of stuff in Connecticut for a company called Defiant Pro Wrestling. Um, and through them, I got, I don't know if you ever heard of Connecticut uh, Wrestling Entertainment, CTWE. Yes, that that is actually the first... <laughs> Funny story. That is actually the first independent wrestling show I've ever been to, and it was at you know the Bethany Town Hall. This Bethany was back twenty twelve. Uh, Caesar's beatings. Uh, I I can tell you the main event was a uh, Joey Brooko versus Freaky Arion in a no DQ match. match. Yes, I'm sure I did, and I think they bled like crazy. Yes, and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I think Brooko gave um. Jesus, Frankie Arion, or the other way around, like a Death Valley driver onto like a pile of chairs outside the ring. Yes, I remember that match. Frankie gave that to Joey, if I remember correctly. Yes, it was, dude. Like that was, it's still crazy. Like eight, nine years later, I still remember that certain spot. That it was just something I never forgot. Yeah. So yeah. So so yeah. So I, you know, I I was working with Joey a lot, CTWE, and um, uh, Brian Anthony actually, Brian Anthony and Lucas Sharp really I think pushed Michael to get me in um, mainly but you know I was in the area and I think he needed a referee for a show and brought me on and I guess I worked out because he kept inviting me back and you know, I love working for Northeast Wrestling it's you know it's 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 a lot of fun it's a lot of great opportunities um, the shows are always entertaining the shows are always great working with everyone's you know exciting yeah, dude. <laughs> you were saying Brian Nichols. Yeah, yeah. like, that's that's the one thing about the Bethany Town Hall, right? Is um and you saw C T W E back then. And that's what it was like. And that's what it it's still like that kinda in you know, even in Northeast Wrestling because you guys are such such a tight knit community. It's 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 cool. It's like the way you guys react to things. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, God, you were saying names like Brian. Brian Anthony still wrestles, but Lucas Sharp. I, mean, I haven't seen Lucas Sharp wrestle in like four years. I, is he still wrestling? Do you know? I don't believe. No, I don't believe so. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't really kept that well in touch with him, but I haven't seen him around that much. Um, I think he might have done some shows for for Roma. Wow. But, I, but uh, uh, no, I think he's kind of uh, he's he does a for himself. He's you know. He has his own stuff going on. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing great. Um, uh, we have another question from Joe. Um, NEW sign guy, uh, he wants to know, what's the love for bagels on your Instagram story? Well, up here in, uh, I live in Kingston, New York. I don't know if you if you know where that is. But, <laughs> um, so it's a little city between, uh, it's the first capital of New York State, actually, so it's a little trivia for you. But it's kind of between New York City and Albany. It's kind of like, we're about 90 miles north of New York City. But anyway. There's a, there's a great bagel shop in Kingston, if you're ever here, called Sunrise Bagel. And they have the best bagels you'll ever have. So my routine was to go to the gym and then get a bagel from there. Pretty much every day. <laughs> what do you so, put on that bagel? I don't um, Everything bagel gets cream cheese. <laughs> all right, all right. I love that. <laughs> Another question is from the NEW sign guy, Joe. He wants to know... What drew you to Deadpool as your favorite Marvel character? That's that was a great question too. Um, 
because <laughs> if anyone follows me on the social media, they know they know my love for Deadpool. He's a so, dope. Uh, I mean, Deadpool's amazing. Ryan Reynolds is such he, phenomenal. I mean, he did such a great job. And what first drew me to the character, I think, was um, the Marvel Alliance 2 video game. I don't know if you've ever played that one. It's kind of based off Civil War. Um, he was a character in that. And I think learning about I learned about him a little bit through that. And then in the Marvel vs. Capcom 2 or 3, I think he was in. Uh Sorry, yeah, Marvel two, Marvel two or three, I can't remember. But anyway, um, I mean, he was a, he was one of my favorite fighters in that game. So he got him just dreaming the character, and then the movie came out, and I loved it. And now I read all his comics, and obviously I have a Deadpool suit that I post pictures of. <laughs> it's amazing. Is there is there a third one coming out anytime soon? Do you know? I haven't heard anything coming out. I th- you know I think they're they're kind of working on scripts still. Um, I know you know with the Disney merger, there's kind of up in the air. But I think they're they're going forward with it. They just don't know in what direction. It's so good. Like that, there's nobody else who can play Deadpool better than uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, no, it, was, it, was, it was perfect. It was just a perfect character. And then I don't know if you saw Detective Pikachu, but it was great because it was just basically Deadpool, a PG Deadpool as Pikachu. So I was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I did I'll not see. It. I did not see. I heard it was very good though. I, yeah, I mean, if that's what you're expecting, I mean, it wasn't like you know fantastic film or anything, but <laughs> it, was, it was entertaining. <laughs> all right so that's actually one of the questions we have on um another question from kelsey on facebook and she wants to know who is your favorite marvel character um i mean we're all assuming who if you guys that's are listening is deadpool. Deadpool. deadpool all right who's the second the second one who do you like that's tough i mean because everyone would be tied i love gwenpool i don't know if you ever read her any of her stuff i i'm i'm a huge meta fan like Meta, meta comedy just I don't know it's always kind of got me like breaking the fourth wall and doing stuff like that because I've always been entertained by that so Gwenpool's Gwenpool's probably second I can tell you who I, my least favorite Marvel character <laughs> who, who's that and that's 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 the Punisher the Punisher okay why are you a fan of the Punisher I can't stand him because <laughs> he's because he's too grumpy <laughs> <laughs> I don't like grumpy superheroes like they're not they're not for me I get I get the appeal um but. Yeah, the Punisher is definitely my least my least favorite. Deadpool versus Punisher was great. I think the the way the two characters you know are kind of kind of the same but kind of opposite. Yeah, worked out worked out really well. It was really it was a really cool story. Is it the um is it um Punisher on Netflix? If I'm not mistaken, I actually skipped that one because that's how much I just like the Punisher. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. I was just, I was just like, um, because I'm trying to think. I'm like, wait, is the Punisher a, uh, a Netflix show? Yeah, I watched all the other shows. I watched all the other shows, and, and even the character that was in, um, when he was in Daredevil, wasn't that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I did watch. I did watch. I didn't watch uh, Iron Fist, but I watched the. <laughs> I, like, I thought. I think they should do another Daredevil. I, I would love to see another Defenders TV show. I don't know um, why they didn't make another one of those. I thought that was that was decent. Are you a fan of all superheroes or just like Marvel or like do you like some DC? I'm definitely a bigger fan of Marvel. Um, I mean DC's cool. I like. Uh, I just for some reason Marvel grabs me more. It's probably. I'll be honest. Probably because of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, like I, you know, I'm late to the comic book game. I'll admit that. Like I don't mind jumping on the bandwagon late because it's pretty good bandwagon to be on. Um. So yeah. But Marvel grabs me a little bit more. I'll, I'll catch him. 
Yeah, I yeah, I'll catch I'll catch in DC Comics once in a while, especially if they're on sale or. But but I'm definitely more of a Marvel fan. Yeah, I've always, I've always, um, like, just assumed, not assumed, but, like, I've always, like, kind of, like, hmm, I wonder what people like better, Marvel or DC, and I, I mean, like, it, I guess it's, like, a tie, you know, because people like what they like, um, did you see that, I know you said you like, um, DC a little bit, uh, did you see Birds of Prey? I, um, I'm waiting to check that out, um, I think that just came out on demand, right? Uh, it just came, I, I, maybe on demand, I know it's on DVD, so, I mean, it's probably on demand. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I'm planning on watching that one soon. I, I did. I'll tell you what, I, I did see the Joker. Recently. Oh, so good! I saw it three I times did, I, in theaters. I didn't like it, dude. No, I did not like the Joker. What? I, I, I thought it was. I didn't, I didn't. It didn't sit with me. I just. I I I will say it was well acted. I thought this, you know, I mean, as a movie, cinematography wise, like it looked good. I I just I couldn't connect with the story. I, I wasn't interested. I mean, <laughs> hey, I mean, it's all right, you know. To you know, to each their own. And, it, and for me, it didn't work as as the Joker that I that I think of as the Joker either. I think that that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. But but yeah, both both me and uh, my fiance weren't weren't fans. Wow, that that is the first we're time I heard that. Okay, we're definitely in the minority there, mm-hmm. but we just didn't like. Hey, hey, you know that makes you guys unique. It's all good, man. You know, like I said, to each their own. <laughs> Everyone's got I'm not, you know, I don't judge people for what they like. So. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, going back to wrestling, we have another question from a fellow nerd, Mike. He wants to know who are some of your favorite performers you had the opportunity to referee for. Yeah, yeah that's. I know it's kind of hard <laughs> when you know questions like that. You know, guys. Um, like Matt, like guys like Matt Hardy, especially who like you get to work with a few times, and you just you learn so much more just by working with him. You know, he just has that kind of mind. Um, like Julie Mercury comes to mind. Like I worked with him twice, and just work, like the way he put matches together, and the way like he conducts himself backstage, and the way he calls things, and and go and then goes and, and performs and puts it out there, and the way he works in the ring, like he like that was. That was definitely like an experience. Like that's what like, that that's what Northeast Wrestling has really given me the opportunity just to work with these guys who like have known what they're doing for years at a top level, and you get to learn from that. that that's incredible. It, it must be. It must feel kind of surreal um, to referee. Sometimes. Yeah, to referee for you know guys. Guys like that, you know, like you said, you know, Matt Hardy, Joey Mercury, um, and you know, like that's two names right there. But you know, right, Northeast Wrestling brings in, especially some other promotions. But I know Northeast Wrestling, they bring in a lot of big names, and I know you got a chance to referee for some of their matches, and it's it's kind of sur- it has it has to be kind of surreal. It's not too much when you're in the ring, because I think I've gotten to the point right now where I'm, where I'm in the ring, I'm I'm doing my job and I'm working and. I- you know, kind of focused on that. But I will tell you, I will tell you one time that I kind of did mark out in the ring. <laughs> it wasn't for Northeast Wrestling. It was, it was it was a show in Newburgh, but it wasn't for Northeast Wrestling. I think it was, got to be back in like 2008, 2009. Um, but anyway, demo, I was refereeing Demolition. No shit. <laughs> yeah. And I turned around and Axe was going to get, you know, come into the ring. I turned around and told Axe, I have to get your corner. And, I just, and, and for that moment, I just thought my hands. I just fucking. I, I just told. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Person. 
<laughs> it's all good. Hey, you know, like there, there. I mean, there has to be sometimes where you know, um, wrestlers or referees, you know, kind of mark out just a little bit. This is a little, you know, demolition. Like my favorite tag team from from the eighties. Like. Yeah, no, no big deal. Like you're in the same ring as them. No big deal. Like <laughs> stay cool, Vinny. Stay cool. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> another, another neat moment. The first time I refereed for uh, Billy Gunn was actually for CTWA. And I think that he came out to the DX theme. Mm. I'm sitting in the ring. The DX theme is playing and, and Billy Gunn's coming out. And I'm like, this, this is kind of surreal. <laughs> You're just like, like, like shaking your head like, oh my I mean, God. Even though, you know, even though it's, in the, it's in the Bethany Town Hall, you know, we're not in Madison Square Garden or anything. It's, you know, it's still like, this is... This is kind of cool. <laughs> you what you know? I know you. That that is amazing. And refereeing in like big, big um, big arenas such as like, you know, the Mid Hudson Civic Center for Northeast Wrestling. That must be pretty cool for you too. Um, what are some matches like there that you could recall that must have been like, it's mind boggling. Oh, you're back. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> oh no, I was saying that I you got huh. Yeah, I missed your question, sorry. No, it's all good, man. Um, I was saying that um, you got to referee in the Mid-Hudson Mid Civic Center in New York for quite a bit of matches. You know, what are some of your favorite matches that you got to referee in that building? Oh, well, I tell you what. That, uh, I'll tell you what, that building was actually the first place I saw a professional wrestling show. I saw a Monday Night Raw taping there, I believe, in like 93 or 94. Wow. Um, so that was actually one of my, like, goals was to work in that building so that that was pretty cool and uh you know doing doing moxley and penta in the main event and prison break was i mean that was that was pretty cool to be able to do the main event in the building that i saw my first wrestling oh god god what a match that was especially a building like that it had so much wrestling history yeah that's that's where that's where i believe that's where piper you know smacked snooker with the coconut like stuff like that like there was I remember um, when I was there uh, as a kid watching. It was the the Macho Man Crush Summit, which was a you know, which was a huge thing <laughs> back in you know ninety three, ninety four. I think led up to WrestleMania. Their match WrestleMania ten. Yeah, ninety four. I think it was ten. Yeah. Was that, was that the one where they? Uh, it was like a Fool's Count Anywhere Return to the Ring kind of deal. I think so. I know. Before they, did, before they had actual like Fool's Count Anywhere matches, where Fool's just got anywhere yet. They say, like, they pin the person and then get to the ring, and then there was a count or something. Huh. I didn't know that. Wrestling rules. They had weird wrestling rules back then. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you... Instead of, like, la- instead of, you know how they have, like, the last man standing now where, like, you fall down and you have to get up? Yeah. Or it was, like, at the pit. And then they had, like, there was, like, a, there was, like, a Texas death match or something. Jesus. Wow. Go back and watch all these things. Seventy stuff. <laughs> I gotta go back and that. Yeah, but I do think WrestleMania ten was in ninety four at in um MSG. Right. So that would have yeah, that would have been that. I was I was there for the Macho Man Crush Summit. Look at that. That that must have been cool. I was born in ninety four, so I mean, <laughs> it, it, I I know, obviously you know I was I wasn't even alive for that match. I was born in August, so I was born a few. I mean, I was born a few months after WrestleMania ten. I'm a baby, man. I'm a baby over here. Um, hey, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> you know, but like you said, refereeing for a match. What was that? I'm only forty. I'm only forty. <laughs> oh, you're not old. You're you're, you're not old. Sure, it sounds old. Sure, it sounds old. Ah, 
<laughs> refereeing a match like um, Moxley and Penta, that must have been amazing, man. Because, um, God, for, for people who weren't there at that show, man, like, it, what was the atmosphere like? To, you know, explain to their nerves, because I was there, and the atmosphere was insane. Like, what was it like for you? Yeah, I mean, you're in the ring, and you're just surrounded by, you guys are going to crazy. That might have been, you know, one of the, the loudest pops, like, I've I've been out there for. And, like, you, you can almost feel things, like, shaking, right? And, they, and they're doing their standoff, and they're, and, they're, and they're working their gimmick, and they're doing what they're doing, and then they just go at it, and through the crowd, and, you know, um, speaking of that Mid-Hudson Civic Center, I don't know, you know, people who don't, who weren't around for the ECW days, ECW used to run there all the time, and no, like, that was a, that was almost like a tribute to, like, the old-school ECW Mid-Hudson Civic Center brawls that I was, that I used to be in the crowd for. Wow. So that, that you know, that's, those are, that was a pretty cool experience. I, that, that's what I was kind of thinking, like, through my mind as, <laughs> as I'm trying to protect everybody through the crowd. Because in a match like that, you, you're just kind of like making sure nobody gets involved, right? You don't want anyone getting too close. So, yeah, exactly. Because I know they were all over the place for that match. You're protecting the guy. You're protecting the guys. You're protecting the fans. You know they're running through the crowd. And in my in the back of my mind, I'm kind of thinking, like, this is this is just this is kind of like ECW back in back in the day, like <laughs> just going through the, going through the crowd, using tables on the side. Yeah, that match was nuts, man. I remember the ending spot. Moxley ripped off his mask, and that place went nuts. Yes. That place went bonkers. That was an amazing I, match, I, though. Yeah, I, I mean, that was a great spot. I, I you know, then you, Moxley knows how to push the envelope, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of what he does. And then that, that was a great spot. And I think they repeated it yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere else probably, yeah. Yeah, so, they knew it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know um, when, you know, the match in um, Waterbury where Darby wrestled Moxley, um, Darby, um, they definitely repeated the spot where Darby did a suicide dive with, um, you know, hand, when he was handcuffed behind his back um, on AEW. Back? Uh, what was that? I lost it after um, you were talking about Moxley and Darby. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um... I said on that, you know, Darby Darby repeated the spot with you know, when he was handcuffed behind his back and doing a suicide dive through through the ropes on on, on AEW. Yeah, yeah. Darby he did that. <laughs> it's, it's crazy to think I was like, wait, I saw that. I get I get I get Darby's funny credit, man. Uh, he's you know, he he he, he, he trusts himself and he, he you know, he, he he knows what he's doing out there and he's he, he great great looking stunts and just he's a great wrestler like to, like not only does he do those stunts like he knows how to tell the story through them like it's not just stunts yeah so he's, he's insane dude um yeah man you know so Vinny, dude this was so much fun talking to you bro thank you so much right. for coming on yeah thanks for having me man um you know big shout out to, to all the nerds of wrestling crew out there i appreciate you having me on i appreciate everyone asking me for me to be on yeah um, no problem you man. Know, I'll, see, I'll see you guys at the northeast wrestling shows when they, when we start back up um, you know, I haven't gotten any word. Hopefully, hopefully when things clear up, we'll be back to it. Exactly. Uh, drop some plugs, bro. Where can the Nerds of Wrestling find Mr. Vinny Lax? Well, of course, I'm on the Instagram at Referee Vinny Lax. Um, I'm at Twitter at Referee Vinny Lax. Actually, I believe that's just Ref Vinny Lax. 
Well, I don't use Twitter that much. Don't even worry about my Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, though. Referee Vinny Lax on Instagram. That's where I post a lot of stuff. You guys can see my Deadpool costume. I got I got a Spider-Man costume you can check out. Like, you know, find, find me up there. That's, that's my main, that's my main social. <laughs> and I, I don't forget, you know, since I'm sure a lot of you guys are big Northeast Wrestling fans. Make sure you do check out their uh, YouTube page, like and subscribe to that, because that has a lot of cool content on it um, that you can that you can check out for free. I know a lot of you guys subscribe to the um, um, to the subscription. Um, you know, go check out the Northeast Wrestling page if you haven't yet. All the information is on there. There you go, man, Vinny. Thank you again so much, bro. Um, definitely stay in touch, and I hope to see you very sooner rather than later. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.